Episode 32, Yankee Moonshine, Part 2. In this episode, we sit down with our friends Ben and Amy, an interracial couple with an amazing story. They talk about where they are from, cultural differences, how they met, and challenges they have faced. This interview will be released in two episodes, 31 and 32, so make sure you check out both. You can head over to all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts to check out Confessions of Us. While you're there, be sure to follow, subscribe, and leave a review. Also, invite more people to the journey. Share Confessions of Us with friends, family, and people you know. Thanks for listening. Okay, yeah. so let's yeah. so let's crack into this. So what each of you give me one sentence, Ben, you first. What has been the overall experience of a white person being married to a Indian person? So, okay. So why we think this is interesting is um, just given the context of where the state of the country is in, all that kind of stuff. And we feel like there's so much to learn from interracial couples Mm -hmm. because you walk through it all the time, whether it's, you know, just different experiences, obviously bring from the South, you know, mm-hmm. the, totally. the impression mm-hmm. is that it's more racist. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And totally. I think to some extent, I'm sure it is. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, like you, <laughs> like so you married a, an Indian person. So, mm-hmm. which in some context can be considered black. Um, yeah. He's not a fair skinned. Yeah. Um, no, dark there's brown. no Weedish complexion. Yeah. There's dark no brown. Weedish complexion. <laughs> <of me>. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like what we just, yeah, we, and the, one of the main reasons we wanted to have you two on is we just, we wanted to hear that mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how you navigated well. it, um, just what it was like. Cause I think it holds, I wonder, this is just a thought off the top of my head, but I wonder if it holds some keys to some of the strife we face now as a country. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, race is being drummed up to this massive extreme mm-hmm. where you two have walked through a lot of it, you know, mm-hmm. massively different cultures. Um, right. to where you are now to where, you know, you guys are just, just awesome. So, yeah. okay, Ben, why don't you <laughs> lead us off with that conversation? Um, just what that's like being coming from India, being married to a white woman. <laughs> well, for me, um, uh, my parents and my family, they were all like, well, you know, you're going to marry this white girl from a divorced family Mm -hmm. uh, who doesn't share the same faith and upbringing as you. Uh, I mean, although she was Pentecostal, uh, for my parents, it was like, well, it's not our church, so it's got to be different. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Um, uh, So it was, that was rough. And then for for her, her family was like, you're going to marry an Indian? Are you sure he's not a wife beater? Oh, you know? damn. Yeah. Oh, wow. damn. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. like a Hindu. That yeah. was the one. I had one cousin who was like, I'm like, gosh, guys, please stop. Mm-hmm. Like already people think people from the South are like uneducated. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> sure. She's so uneducated. Sure. Um, because they're like, she's a Christian. How is she going to marry a Hindu? Mm. Like, is that? And I mean, and it's not that that's impossible. That's yeah. just my yeah. family. Yeah. You know, like them going, you're really strong in your faith. Like, how is that going to work for you to marry somebody from another religion without even like they're talking about this, you know, behind my back versus coming to me and going, how are you going to do this? Um, And so it was just, just funny. I'm like, Mm -hmm. actually, I mean, if we want to be educated, you would understand that Kerala is predominantly Christian. Yeah. Like it's one of, it holds the most Christians in all of India. So Um, it wasn't necessarily even a color thing. Yeah. It was a cultural thing. There was a cultural, cultural there was religion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, because in, on my mom's side of the family, there had already been a few arranged marriages. Like even so my my uncle's sister-in-law was married to a white man from, I think, Australia. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so, and that was a generation before us. Mm. And so, mm-hmm. so on my mom's side of the family, there was a little bit of that. Uh, and on my mom's side of the family also, uh, they were all pastors and stuff. And so they had traveled to different parts so of the world. So they were kind so. of used to yeah. that. And my uncle at that point, you know, was uh, kind of started off his life in Louisiana and and then moved to, to New York. And, you know, that's how all of us moved to New York because mm-hmm. he had sponsored us all to come out. Um, so but, but it was quick, still hard for them. I would but more say, than like, color, you had it was most, mostly culture Cultural. and, and mm-hmm. faith. Sure. Was yeah. a big deal. So sure. th- when you, when your parents asked you, you were like going to 
marry a white woman from mm-hmm. a divorced family. Now, is that like a divorce being married to like, is that a shame thing? Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Huge. So that was more, that was a bigger Huge. deal for my parents than her being white was oh, that she was from okay. a divorced family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why. And so they're like, you know, they're the, the thing is, well, she came from a divorced family. What makes you think that she won't divorce you at some point? Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was that kind of thinking. Yeah, uh, don't mind my snicker. Yeah, <laughs> divorced in uh, <laughs> a women women yeah. meeting apparently. Because you know that's my fault. I yeah, mean, I yeah. had a lot to do with my parents getting divorced. Not sure. yeah. yeah. Like, yeah what, right. the f- what does my parents' divorce have anything to do <laughs> with the right. decision that yeah. I make? Yeah, but yeah. it's a real fear. Well, and I also had like cousins who got, who were raised in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and studying medicine ask me things like. Well, if you have kids and if something goes wrong and they need a blood transfusion, what are you going to do? I'm like, what does that even mean? (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh, that was the best. I remember that one. That's wild. And then there was was one aunt who said, one aunt was like, Ben, you're first generation, meaning he's like the first generation out of India. Ben, you're first generation, first generation, like you can't do this. Like you can't marry outside the culture, you're first generation, Mm -hmm. like as if the second generation could. Yeah, but he it's, couldn't. It's easier for the second generation to to go down that road than it is for the first generation <laughs> to go down that yeah. road. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there was definitely. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I feel like from what I was told during that whole process for him, the most, the hardest thing for his parents to grasp was that I was from a divorced family. Yeah. Like that hmm. was the deal breaker for them, yeah. if you will. Yeah. The thing that was hardest for them to work through and to get over. What about your family? My family. I mean, they weren't they weren't too shocked because at this point I'd been to India so many times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, right. But I oddly had a moment when I was like sixteen. Um, this is going to get into faith because I was driving my my pap back from the VA hospital in Nashville, mm-hmm. um, and I was just you know thinking of marriage and all the things that a girl who's like well, I was probably like seventeen or eighteen mm-hmm. almost by then. Um, and I really just felt in my gut. I just felt the Lord go, "What? What if the best?" You know, because I'm like, God, I just want your best. I want what you have for me. I just, you know, all those things. He's like, well, sure. what if my best is like a black guy? Seriously? And I mean, oh, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. And I could feel the fire go through my being like, mm. oh my God. Well, mm. like driving, I was dumbfounded. I had no response to the Lord yeah. because my pap is sitting right beside me. And I would easily say that my family is not prejudiced family mm. um, in a sense, which I feel like a lot of people would. Um, at that point I would say, no, my family's not prejudiced at all. But obviously there was something because sure. I was very nervous yeah. about that thought, you know, okay. I was like, yeah. oh boy, nobody in my family's ever married outside of our race. Like mm. it's not, I mean, that's just being very real and honest. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I just remember swall- swallowing like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> if that's what you have, then I just started, I just remember like kind of bracing myself for, I need to think about that because I've Mm. never really thought Mm. about that. And I obviously thank you God for getting to the root of something, whatever that may be. um, And just started working that out and still never thought much about it um, until, I mean, fast forward, because all my friends in college are like, you're going to marry an Indian. Like you love Indian culture so much. And Mm -hmm. and I'm like, no, no, I want to like a country boy. Like I want Mm -hmm. a country boy. Um, so fast forward to here I am chatting with this this guy now who is not of the wheatest complexion of you know, <laughs> India. Like definitely, I mean, in our family photos, Weedish I'm always com- like, smile so that we can see deal. you, please. Like, please <laughs> smile so everyone knows you're part of the photos. Like um, the, t- the white teeth will come through. Um, so my family, I don't think they were too shocked at all. Like, mm. well, there was my grandmother when I said, hey, I'm talking to this guy who was just, I mean, beside herself, giddy, mm. right? And mm-hmm. then as I'm in Delhi talking and I'm coming back because my family says, your grandpa's really bad, you should come home. But yet when I start to book my flight, they're like, if you want, and I said, well, I have a little bit of a layover in New York. And they're like, well, do you think you could stay there for a few days and maybe you could like get to know this guy? I mean, <laughs> I feel like my family's like, yeah, she's not gay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm sorry. My grandfather's dying. I need to come home from India. But take three days and Gosh. get to know him. So my family was all about, I think, because I was 27 mm-hmm. at this point. And so, uh-huh. yeah. I think they were just excited that there was someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, the color of his skin was never a big thing as much of, 
the culture sure. um, was a big part. And for my pap, who was really like my my spiritual dad in a sense, really, if you will, because I grew up with him, the only thing that he said to me was, um, if you choose to marry this guy, the, the biggest thing you're going to have is you're both getting married at an older age and you're both set in your ways. And mm. 90% of your arguments are going to be because you don't agree on mm-hmm. on something. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I would I would say that rest in peace pap he 100% got that oh yeah cuz like most yeah. of our most yeah. of our arguments have been things that we just it's like things that you know well I would do it this way well I would do it that way mm-hmm. type stuff um so my family was actually very fine by it i just had the few outlying cousins who were like how are you going to marry hindu and i'm like well first of all my god let me just shoot you know sure, sure. Um, and then why does he have two first names like ben thomas <laughs> right i mean i want to know that <laughs> yeah so it was just like I, I feel like it's just an ignorance level there are lots right. of grace i had lots of grace for them love them had lots sure, of sure. grace for them was just answering all the silly questions like mm. well this is that and blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. so what about outside of your family mm. have you guys run into anything there oh gosh. you mean like when we go to the airport and i'm always <laughs> waiting 30 minutes on the other side sure while my Anything. husband is randomly selected yeah every yep. single I'm randomly time. selected every, every time. single time wow. and i will go through um i'll go through with a sweater on zipped up no problem whatsoever and here's my husband they're like taking him down to his t-shirt and i'm like yeah oh, i appreciate your random selection and <laughs> yeah. i just walked through the jacket but he has to take his off that's really weird yeah, her yeah. sweater yeah, yeah. Um, so how is that for you like when that happens to you how like how do you <laughs> handle I, that like i just like it doesn't bother me like i i know it's not i like i don't take it as racism or prejudice for, for some reason like i'm just like it's it's fine for me, right? Like really? I, it's it's annoying, sure. <laughs> uh, but it's so let's let's pause on that real fast because you said something very interesting. I don't take it as racism or prejudice. Mm-hmm. Where normally when you hear that, it's oh, you know, they're being racist, they're being prejudiced. Why do you not go there? Well, I, I'm just confident in in who I am, right? Like I I don't feel like my my race or my color has anything to do with 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 anything like mm-hmm. i feel like if if i am a respectful person if i can be respectful to authority and mm-hmm. and if i do the right thing uh i you know I, sh- I should have nothing to to be afraid of i got a text just today i was telling her as we were having dinner i got a text today uh, a friend of mine was like you know ben like with all the craziness going on, I'm kind of like, I kind of worry about you hmm. um, because of the color of your skin. Like, you know, like I don't sure. want you to get in any kind of trouble. Yeah. And so I was like, well. He totally laughed it off. I, I, like, I really just like, I read it and I laughed out loud. I was hmm. like, and I was like, what kind of trouble would I be in? Sure. And then I, your <laughs> wife spoke up and I was like, well, I should tell you that your wife gets nervous. Like mm. I get nervous at the mm. thought of right. him being pulled over in the mm-hmm. night because mm-hmm. I'm like, I know you're Indian, but like some bystander, some maybe. Bystander, sure. you know, yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, there is, there is that bit of a, hmm. I mean, to say that it doesn't exist, I feel like people are just lying. Like it does. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so for me as the wife of Ben Thomas, like mm-hmm. I, I get mm-hmm. nervous, but at the same time, you know, your faith is there, but I'm like, growing up in New York, nothing stupid. Yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I was, I was told, uh, and, and you know, I have, friends in New York that have been police officers and they're like, look, if you get pulled over, you just turn off your car, turn the inside lights on, throw your keys on the dash, keep your hands on the wheel mm-hmm. and you should be fine. Like, be respectful. The, yeah, right. Like yeah. just be respectful mm-hmm. because these officers are afraid for their life as well. They're putting their life on the line. Yeah. So that's actually what I was told too. Right. When, cause I, uh, I had to go through drug court and stuff when I was younger, but anyways, it um, doesn't matter what the color of your skin is. That's to me, the right it, thing it never to did. Do. Cause I got the same, I got the same right. thing. Like yeah. if you're being pulled over, mm-hmm. you be respectful. You don't lip off, right. you know, you, all those types of things. And then even when you get in trouble, you listen to what the cop says, you know, you don't run away, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, cause that's the thing. And I, and I got, I got told the same conversation. So I think it's interesting when I hear that, oh, you had to have the conversation. I'm like, what conversation? Because I had the same conversation to not be an asshole. Yeah. So yeah. I was yeah. I was mostly concerned uh, in Tennessee when we, we had our, mm. our honeymoon. Well, you see, <laughs> the town I live in <laughs> is 
just it's it's outside of Nathan Bedford Forest State Park, which mm. is funny because I lived there my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no okay, ten, 10 up to twenty, so yeah. half my life there. I had no idea about the racial history of the town I grew up in, in a sense, until I watched Forrest Gump. And then he's like, my mom named me Forrest after General Nathan Forrest, Bedford Forrest, who was a leader of the KKK. Oh my gosh, And if you watch Forrest Gump, this says it. Like, (laughs) people make stupid choices sometimes, and so it's a reminder, don't make stupid choices. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh. And then I Google, or at the time there was no Google, but I did look it up on the internet. And sure enough, apparently, I mean, watch out, everybody on Eva, getting all pissy at me. But General Nathan Bedford was apparently part of the KKK. Mm, Um, And so that explains so many things to me because I remember I had sleepovers at my house and I had close friends who were black. And I would say, hey, come over. I'm having a sleepover for my birthday. And they're like, I ain't getting shot. I ain't coming down there. Mm. And I was like, I just remember that was the first time I was like, what Ah. are you talking about getting shot? Yeah, yeah. What's somebody going to shoot you for? They're like, how many black people are in your town? And I was like, I had to sit and think about it. I was like. (laughs) <laughs> hey, nobody <laughs> outside of the courthouse of Camden, Tennessee. There ain't like, yeah, in my, yeah, and that's literally yeah. ten minutes from where I went to school. Wow! Um, but there, there weren't, mm-hmm. and I just didn't know that. Like, it was never mm-hmm. brought to my attention. It was not something that we were mm-hmm. taught. It was not mm-hmm. something obviously in our history that just wasn't spoken about sure. for whatever reason. But um, sure enough, I mean, we would. You know what? It's funny is that the only time we've really gotten looks when we're out and about walking is from Indians. Mm-hmm. That's the true. only time <laughs> that we get the stare, yeah. we get the stare down is Indians. Indians right. always give the look like, mm, mm. <laughs> like in my small town, when we were out there, I don't feel like we ever got hardly any looks. Mm-mm. Did you? No. Um, but this this mojo over here, because I mean, mojo. you guys know you know him. <laughs> <laughs> we, so we're not sure when we're going to get back to Tennessee. So we spend a few extra days out in Tennessee after our wedding, mm-hmm. um, and spend it with my family. And I always love to go jogging. So from my house to down to the river and back is about a, a half a mile down, half a mile back. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let's go jogging. He's like, let's jog. So newlyweds, we're going to go out for a jog. I'm going to show them all my favorite places that I love mm-hmm. to jog to. We get ready. We're running. And I look over and this guy's got his social justice t-shirt from New York on. But on the so front of, of it friends. is a noose. Yeah, one of my oh friends. Oh my God. Not even a small yeah. one. Like the entire front of the shirt is a noose. Oh my and on the back it says New York Justice Society. No, so one of like my that. friends, her dad was oh a lead God. lawyer for the New York Civil Liberties Union. Okay. And so I had, so I got one of their t-shirts and it was a noose in the front. Mm-hmm. But like you had to look close. Real and close. the noose was Broke. actually broken. It was cut. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. so, but you okay. gotta be real close. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> from a distance, so. from a from an old and my town is like mostly older folk. Yeah, yeah. So they when can't I was see up, that. Yeah, you they know what I'm saying? They're great. looking out their kitchen window. They just see a like a quote black guy running with a white girl and there's a yeah. noose on the front. That's and always I'm like, me though. I'm, I'm just always pushing yeah. the envelope. Yeah, always shit up. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, Ben. And I'm like, okay, you're fine. I don't know why I'm being so weird, but you're totally fine. And then we're jogging. I'm like, this is my friend's house and this person is that. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Like this is my uncle's house and then right beside is this empty lot where whoever owned it would always pull their trailer in um, in the summertime and come stay out there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, was gone mm-hmm. during the winter months. There's a massive flagpole right in front of that space and so I'm like, oh, you're totally fine. And then I'm like, but I'll jog beside you versus jogging in front of you. Hello. Mm. Um, so it doesn't look like I'm being chased necessarily. <laughs> oh um, and then we oh, look oh, up, and on the flagpole is what Southerners would call the rebel flag. Yeah, the sure. Confederate flag yeah, is sure. flying there. And I'm like, just keep jogging. Just keep jogging. Um, <laughs> I Because at the same time, I'm like, I, I know all these people chasing. in my town. I know no one's going to come at us. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been gone for a little bit too. I mean, and there I are those want, like, shady spots. Some Maybe southern bubble looking out his window and some brown dude chasing, chasing a white girl. Chasing a white girl I mean, I've been gone for a good over 10 years. I've been gone for like eight or nine years at this point. I'm like, I mean, the town I left was chill and cool. Like, I mean, I think it is like, oh my God, can you please just not wear that shirt again? Let's just jog. Like, I don't think we jogged anymore after that while we were out there. I think that was our only jog. Yeah. Yeah. That was our only jog in Tennessee. I mean, you could have been chasing him. I mean, that oh, would have There would have been no problem. <laughs> yeah, that no would have been fine. And I mean, that's probably uh, very true of our relationship. <laughs> They're like, what did he do? Why is she chasing him? <laughs> oh <laughs> girl, let me take a shot here. <laughs> let me take a shot. But all that to say, we were in Tennessee and I don't feel like we ever got a look. We never got, mm. no yeah. one ever. I mean, even yeah. in my teeny tiny town, no one ever 
uh, like looked at him any different, treated him any different. Um, yeah, I think my family was probably a little not themselves when he when they first met him yeah. because they mm-hmm. just didn't know, they don't know Indian culture, sure. you know. So yeah. they're like, which is fair. What's this yeah. person like? Which mm-hmm. I feel like was a little bit deeper than versus if it was a white person that I brought home, you know. Mm-hmm. And then get mm-hmm. to know him, and now we just laugh because I'm like, I'm pretty sure. His parents love me. Well, not your mom. He's mom's boy. But I was like, he loves to joke and say my parents love her more than me. Uh, it's and true, I though. Say it's that, true. Like, they love da- her way more than they Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that my dad loves Ben probably more oh, than me true. because they just <laughs> shoot the shit all the time. Yeah. Your dad's um, awesome, though. Yeah. yeah. Just when I always wondered, like, what kind of person would marry into mm. a crazy family like mine? <laughs> Um, I never thought another that there would crazy be a, person. Another, another crazy person. A solid Christian guy that could fit into yeah. my family, yeah. which is yeah. just uh, a bunch of crazies, and he fits yeah. very well. Yeah. Nice. Very well. Um, um, so with all that, do you have do you have one <laughs> circumstance that, because you're an interracial couple, technically, um, has there ever been a really big challenge you had to overcome? Like just one big thing, like you know, you had a racist neighbor or, you know, anything like that? Or has there just been maybe smaller events or sprinkled throughout your relationship? Does that make sense? I would say for me, I feel our biggest hurdle was me being accepted by the Indian family. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that was probably more eggshells than ever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not so much cousins, like immediately cousins were just like best friends. Yeah. Cousins that are his age and younger Mm. um, were like best friends. But I feel for me, the biggest hurdle of our marriage was they, and they weren't rude. They weren't mean or nasty. Mm -hmm. Um, It, it was just that feeling of being under the radar. Mm. Like, who is this girl? Like, Mm -hmm. is this, is she really going to be, you know, it took like, it took a while to get to know me and then Mm. be like, Okay, actually, I I like her. Yeah. Like now, yeah. I mean, it's. I feel like for me, that was probably the biggest hurdle. Well, I kind of had to like force it a little bit too when we got married. Yeah. Uh, my my mom or my parents would call me, mm-hmm. and I mean, the first few times that I, I spoke to them, and then after a while, <laughs> I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> uh, if you want to talk to me, call Amy's phone. Ooh. And I started getting all these calls from his yeah. parents and I was like, why are they calling me all the time? Yeah, so I kind of forced that a little <laughs> bit. And so I was like, you can talk to me, but call Amy's phone. <laughs> talk to her first and then Smart. she'll hand the phone over to me. Smart. Wow. So, he literally forced us to, to yeah. have, I didn't realize he did that until I was like, your parents are calling me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like it's yeah. not that it's a problem, but I'm just like, well, is that good. okay? Like they're calling me all the time. And he's like, yeah. finally he confessed. He's like, yeah, I actually... Yeah. Like didn't pick up like, and then it forces them to call and talk to you. And right. then. And so they got, they got really comfortable talking to her mm, and getting to know her. Yeah. And so now they, they love her uh, dearly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it took, it took some convincing. I would say though, <laughs> too, on. is that yeah. I feel like yeah. I had, I, that being said that I felt like our, being welcomed into the Indian family was probably like the hardest gut-wrenching thing for me mm-hmm. too. Um, but I would say that I did have a foothold in because mm-hmm. yeah, I true. understood the language a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, I understand um, the culture. Out of all the places I traveled in India, yeah. I mm-hmm. loved Kerala the most. I had learned to cook some of the like food in Kerala. Right. I had learned a lot of the culture. So I feel like that did make she it does a, a little easier. She does a good job cooking Kerala food too. <laughs> so it's easier, it's easier yeah. for me not to get as offended. So I have that ability to have mm. that grace yeah. because um, it's almost like God set you up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the family yeah. I lived with in Kerala, actually they're both Malayali mm-hmm. and all three of their kids who were raised in the U S ended mm-hmm. up marrying whites. Oh. And so when I lived with them for six months, auntie and I would sit on the front porch drinking our chai. And she just told me like the good and the bad and the ugly that they went through mm. as a family of wow. their kids wow. marrying into Watch white. Out. So this was yeah. Yeah. years yeah, before. Years before I met wow. them. Before, yeah. Um, cool. And so like, and they just told me how hard it was for them and like friendships that were lost, ministry opportunities, people ostracizing them, just never even talking to them anymore wow. because they allowed their kids to marry white people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they were put through it. And it was just funny listening to that. I never in a million years would have thought this. So it's like Indian when, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. So when these guys came and he called off a marriage and then was immediately talking to me, like I was more pissed at him than I mm. was like, oh yeah, me. You know, most people would be like, oh yeah, your sister said you should totally talk to me. I was more yeah. like, 
the F are you guys doing? Mm. Like your parents are not ready for this. Like they're mm. not ready. Like they're still mourning sure. the mm. loss and the hopes and the dreams that you're going to marry their best friend's daughter. <laughs> it's still fresh. Like yeah. I don't yeah. want to talk to your mom right now because your mom doesn't want to talk to me right now. I guarantee you. Sure. She would just talk to me because you're making her. Mm. Um, so I feel like I had that. That was just a blessing mm -hmm. to have that to come into because there's a mm -hmm. lot of grace. So when family said things or looked at me weird or you know, just Indian culture and they say things um, that white people would never imagine in a million years thinking to say to someone, you know, like there's that grace of going, okay, it's, this is, it's a different culture. Mm -hmm. I will answer that. Um, if you were white, I'd probably smack you, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and then, it, but it's just good. I mean, we've been married 12 years now. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I don't feel like it took very long. Um, I feel like within a year of marriage, mm -hmm. I felt so a part of mm. the family. Mm. And my family with Ben too, like, I mean, they just adore him. My grandmother, before she passed, she just yeah. loved him yeah. to death because mm. he only got to meet, well, he got to meet my grandfather and then my mom's mom. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the only mm -hmm. two grandparents I had living. Um, and they both, they both really adored him. Yeah. Thought he was yeah. a good thing. So I thought I have a good question. Mm. Oh. Okay. Uh, ben, I want you to answer this and then mm -hmm. you can tack on. <clears throat> mm -hmm. What advice would you give uh, people that maybe they're dating their interracial or whatever, just in general, navigating some of those waters. You've, you've got to be committed to it, right? Like you, mm. if you're just, if you're just in it, just a fun, then that's fine, but don't go down the, the road of marriage and all that stuff. If you're not committed up front, uh, like I, I knew it was not going to be easy. I knew that sure. there was going to be a lot of heartbreak for my family. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew there would be some apprehension on on her family side. Yeah. Um, but I like it. Kind of helps when you have a, the character that I do, where I'm just like, I don't give a shit what anybody says or things, right? Like, <laughs> do it all. Like, so, mm -hmm. so for me, I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever, right? Like, you can think what you want about me. Yeah. Uh, so, so that kind of helped me in a sense where I'm like, look, I'm just confident in who I am. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I, and, and you've got to be that. Like, I, I tell people this all the time, like, you've got to be comfortable in your own skin before you can pursue somebody else and, and try sure. to make a marriage work. Sure. Yeah. Uh, if you're not happy being who with yourself, uh, with who you are and, and how you feel and how confident you are, if you're struggling with confidence, if you're struggling with um, just loving yourself and loving who you are, then, then take your time and, mm -hmm. and figure yourself out Sure. before you, and that's even if it's not an interracial thing, right? Yeah, like but that's what I'm noticing. It's yeah. interesting yeah. that you said that. So, yeah. Uh, so it's, I mean, the interracial part of it does add uh, some twists mm -hmm. to it, but again, being confident in who you are and, and knowing, you know, what you're made of and, and who, your father is in mm -hmm. heaven and, mm -hmm. and how he made you and how much he loves you and like all of that stuff. Right. Like I, I think just, just being confident is, is a big key to, to being in a, a good solid relationship. Yeah. Cause you guys not only were interracial, but interculture. Oh yeah. Which yeah. is, you know, cause if you're in the yeah, States and you're huge. marrying, you know, black, white, the culture is not so massively different. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you obviously yeah. mm -hmm. continents also, apart. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like th that's a hundred percent true. Yeah. I feel like even, I mean, interracial in the U S too, I feel like there is that bit of difference. Sure. There's a little bit of difference of how you're raised and, um, your perspective on things and the way you see things like, but I feel like that could be, gosh, I mean, if you ask me, honestly, I'm like, I feel like that could be white folk too. Like absolutely. if oh, yeah. I, as a Southerner married someone from the North, two completely different, yeah. mm. you know, uh, things in a sense, like I wouldn't know what you're talking about if you say, gosh, I don't even know what you say. We say like the buggy, like at the grocery store. Mm. Like I would say it's the buggy up North. They call it something else. I don't even the know buggy, what they call it. Like the buggy, like the cart? It's a shopping cart. Yeah, the shopping cart. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm like, hey, let's yeah, get a buggy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't there call you go, it, yeah. The shopping yeah. cart. So it's yeah. like little things like that too. Um, I think a hundred percent what he said is that just count the cost. Like don't, mm. yeah. I would say don't yeah. throw yourself out there if it's just feelings and emotions. If you're not sure, don't bring that, don't bring that to your family. It's going to be a journey. Yeah. Don't mm -hmm. put your family through it unless yeah. you are willing yep. to take that fight on. Right. Mm. Um, because one thing that I do know that Ben had said was that it kept coming up about my parents being divorced. Mm. And he was like, officially said, 
you're either going to have to get over this. If that's yeah. the only objection you have about this, per about her, mm-hmm. is her parents, being you know, divorced, being right? divorced. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. going to have to get over that. Sure. Or you're going to like end up losing a son. Yeah. Because, because that was not a choice she yeah, made. That, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You were, yeah. It's not yeah. like I was my fault you, when I was right. three, my kids, my parents got divorced. I'm like, why do you think that I'm going to make the same decisions? But that's just because culture. Yeah. And it's so, not yeah. to say that those thoughts didn't go through my head mm-hmm. either. Sure. Right? Like mm-hmm. I had yeah. those thoughts as well. It's I, I had in to you. overcome that myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. like I had to say, well, yeah, what if my parents are right? What if mm-hmm. yeah. I get into this this relationship and then down the road we're divorced, right? Like mm-hmm. but again, it's 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 something that it's looking at the character of the person yeah. you're marrying too right. and know that while you are gaining their family. That mm-hmm. you're banking it on the person that's in front of you. You're mm-hmm. banking. I know you well enough to know that this is not a choice for you. You yeah, know, and this is not yeah. a decision. Um, for me on my side, also adding to it is um, just the grace. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to go into a different culture, you need to just keep saying mm-hmm. that to yourself. Grace, grace. And just have yeah. grace for that other culture mm-hmm. yeah. um, okay. and not take it personal. Because there's so many times that I could have taken it so oh, personal yeah. and I could have mm-hmm. been offended. And Ben had said he dated other girls. He dated girls from so many different cultures and sure. mm-hmm. things. Sure. Um, and that he remembered it was hard for them to take that because they're like, oh, your family thinks this about me. Your family thinks that about me. Right. You can't take it on right. personally mm-hmm. when it's culture. Yeah. Like yeah. if it's really truly what someone believes about you individually, or is it something that they believe about your culture? Sure. And yeah. so when I realized that his parents' objection or the way that they would say things or um, not even his parents, but like th- just family in general um, would look at look at different things about me. I'd go, it's not me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my culture, and so I have an opportunity to prove to them that this is not all Americans are not yeah. like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All American females are not hoochies, half dressed, mm-hmm. dancing all mm-hmm. over TV. Because if you watch Bollywood movies, you'll see white girls there, and the white girls are the ones like they bring in the white girls <laughs> to dress like hoochies sure. and dance in the sure. videos because. <laughs> quote, Indian girls yeah. wouldn't do that, yeah. but white yeah. girls will. And that's the image that you mm-hmm. have. And so even when wow. I went to India, having to reset that image of like, I'm not a hoe, mm-hmm. I'm not loose. No, mm-hmm. you, that's a very Southern word. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not sleeping around. I'm not for sale. I won't kiss you. Please don't touch my ass. I will smack you. And that's happened. Yeah. It happens right. several mm-hmm. times. It's amazing um, how all cultures do that to each other. Yeah. yeah. In some yeah. way, shape. Like everybody yeah. thinks that, oh, these people, are, no, everybody does it to everybody. Yeah. It's just fascinating. Right. It's I want incredible. to ask you, you have so many questions, but I want yeah. to give you yeah. an opportunity to ask a question. I just want to talk about your girls. Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on. Before we go uh, there, I just have one more question. <laughs> he's like, let me go to there's your just, question. Like, yeah, he's like, just, yeah, right? I think I'm just ask, kidding. I, I don't want gonna, you to ask questions. I think <laughs> we're going to split this into two episodes. Okay. Oh, it'd be great. So, um, Because you guys are just so good. So was there this ever a point for you, maybe both of you, where you ever just said, screw it, this isn't worth it? <sighs> more for her than for me. Yeah, I that's think. what it's. That's what I would it's think not, more for you because yeah. I mean he, he had like his family to lose well, at that's the end of it. Well, like, my family was behind me a hundred percent. Yeah, um, it's true. Yeah. The only the, he's true on the holdup was um, I think specifically my dad would probably never agree, never say it, but definitely has that mindset of um, is he a wife beater? Does yeah. he beat his women? You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing is like definitely a fear mm-hmm. for um, my dad probably more than anything of like what kind of. Is this guy, you know, how's he going to treat my daughter? Sure. Um, but I feel like he, you more so than ever, because you had like your entire family to lose. But like, I feel like this guy threw all his marbles in uh, probably yeah. way say, before yeah. I did. He must have determined yeah. you were pretty badass because he was like, <laughs> let's yeah. do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the marbles in, I think, yeah. before I even knew for right. sure if I wanted right. to put my marbles in, if we're honest. Yeah. Because right. you were like, threw it all out there. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, up until a few weeks before we got engaged, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm up for this. Right. I don't know if I'm up for this because mm. it's, and I feel like that's very sobering and I feel like everyone should do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously with marriage, but even more so with mm. culture because yeah. my Indian relatives, which I, I love, like I love his family more than anything. I mean, it's officially mm-hmm. my family now mm. um, is that. Yeah. So like throwing just, just knowing that you're, you need to count that cost. Like, are you ready to 100% right. marry the family? 
Yeah. Because you're not just yeah. marrying the person, you are marrying the family. Mm -hmm. um, and if this never changes and it may not, like their perspective of me and Americans may never change, am I okay with that? Yeah. Am I it's okay good. with judging like that? Like I knew the moment we got married, this guy was going to leave the church that he grew up in mm -hmm. because I knew that he was not happy there. Right. And I also That's knew huge. that as soon as that happened, regardless of all the trouble he had caused within their church and mm. was like the talking, <laughs> listen, the man has had a reputation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I knew in spite of his reputation of being, quote, a rebellious person in the church, who was going to take the fall for him leaving the church? Mm. Yep. I was. Wow. Mm -hmm. sure. It was the white girl. The white girl yep. pulled him out of the church. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Like, so there's lots of things that I knew I was going to have to take the fall for. And so I'm like, I don't. I don't know if I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's like, pretty heavy. Yeah. Like to yeah. really have to think about that before yeah. I say yes to marrying yeah. you. So, you had so many dynamics in your relationship. You had obviously interracial, interculture, just large family, just, uh, yeah, it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, so, all the things. And yeah. so eventually going, nah, the hell with it. Why not? Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And at the same time, looking at that, like, because you look at it, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. But then it's looking at this for, in the same way that he had to look at me and know that I was not going to be a person. He didn't know my character and my commitment to Christ enough to know that, like, divorce is not an option. Mm -hmm. Sure. And trust mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And the same way I had to look at him and go, he's always got my back. Mm -hmm. Like, he's mm -hmm. not going to let someone walk all over me. He's yeah. not going to let them say something wrong about that's me. That's a lot of trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To, like, And trust. I think that's yeah. you can't go yeah. into an interracial marriage. Mm. knowing that the other person, if wondering if that person's going to have your back. Yeah. If you're still wondering, you better have those hard conversations. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask one more question. Okay. <laughs> Please forgive me. Uh, Lindsay's questions are part two. I know. <laughs> it is. Seriously. It's like, okay. it's, uh, so my question is this, because of all of that, do you think that set you up or that primed you to be ready for more things when it comes to just your marriage? Because, I mean, just, I mean, obviously we know you have to be all in in marriage mm -hmm. and just kind of going through that initially before, when you were first started dating and we first started date or being married, do you think that it really paved some good habits when you got into your marriage, just being all in, like you said, knowing that he had your back and then knowing that she wasn't, you know, divorce wasn't an option? Well, I think for the, for the both of us, there's a lot on the line, right? Like if... Mm. Uh, if for some reason we we split, sure. right? Like my my side of the family were told you so. Gonna be like I told you so. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Uh, it's all gonna come back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and her side of the family, I don't know what your side of the family. Uh, would I mean, say. it's like another one bites the dust. Yeah, like mm. everybody's getting divorced. Oh, we thought these guys, you know, had it. Like, oh, there it goes. Yeah. For me, it's right. more of that spiritual side effect of breaking, um, the like, covenant. Yeah, breaking mm -hmm. the covenant. Um, and then and also like, like breaking the uh, generational curses, close, if you right? will. Like we've had some arguments oh, where we're had like, some sure. tension. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. Where There's we're like, yeah, this is, this is crap. Um, like it's not worth it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But that, but then you realize that, that every marriage goes through that. Right? Yeah. Like you, yeah. you just go through that. Listen, it's called the five year hump. Anyone <laughs> around five years, like this is what I've heard from friends. They're like, you have this five year hump where you're like, the hell is going on? We're going on five years. What was I thinking? And it's five years and two kids back to back. I feel like the real heat comes when the kids do come. Speaking yeah. of yes. kids. Yeah. Um, because once Kiddos. you, once yeah. you prime it and you get good with the two of you and you've got that, schedule you've got it like fixed because you had kids like, early in your marriage kids. too right yeah. yeah we were married two years and right? then we had yeah. kids but we had okay. back to back so our yeah. girls were 13 months apart mm -hmm. there are the, uh, they're like irish, irish twins, twins. yeah okay. totally so they're only 13 months apart and i feel like i honestly feel like the majority of our issues or our arguments and they just like it seems like the arguments went from like um, civilized to uncivilized <laughs> um, after kids came, mm. even more so. I mean, there's mm. a few uncivilized before, but like the majority, I feel like for me, um, it felt more intense after the kids came. Um, and I just feel like that puts that extra strain on there because yeah. you, we don't just have all the time right. in the world to sit down and talk about our feelings and our emotions and what we're sure, going through sure. and what's bugging me and, and I'm how not your one day to talk was. about my feelings and emotions. Yeah, anyway, you don't so. see that. He's not. I just force yeah. him and arm wrestle him. I was going to go drink. Um, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So go ahead. That's a good yeah, segue. Um, just talking about your girls. And I think, well, they're beautiful and wonderful. You can probably hear them in the background. I can. Yeah. <laughs> they're great. Um, I guess talk about that first, like you were mentioning, having them back to back. Mm -hmm. And what what that was like for you, 
just with kids, like having the kiddos? Oh, totally. Yeah. So we were like, let's start a family. Um, Abby was a one-shot wonder. First time we tried, <laughs> pregnant. There you go. Bing. That's why India has so many big people. <laughs> they got good swimmers. Very fertile. <laughs> Great swimmers in India. I had to throw yeah. that in there. I had to throw that in there. I do also have to add that like one of our first conversations when we were chatting and I was in India and we first started like, quote, getting to know each other. Yeah. This... This is just true to Ben's character, which I know now, but sends me a link to a CNN article. <laughs> Do you remember that? Let's yep, just talk about yep. that because we just keep it real on this podcast, right? That's right. Sends me a link to a CNN article about how Indian men were trying to sue condom companies because they were making their condoms too big for them. <laughs> like, Heads up, so you know the way you're getting. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. gosh, that is freaking. Well, the funny and thing I'm is, over here like he's pious. a confident dude. I mean, totally. like he clearly has to be oh set my gosh, in who he is. I mean, true <laughs> story is that I was the 28 year old virgin, and so like I'd uh, never been with anybody ever yeah, before we got married. And so this guy's sending me condom <laughs> like articles. Yeah, condom articles. I was like, oh my god, That's am I really? Up that for was this? a BBC okay. article. Oh, was a BBC. Yeah. No, it was yeah. BBC. They were, they, the Indians in London were complaining about yeah. the condoms being too small. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. No, Great. too Thanks. big. Too big. Yeah, too yeah. big because they were too small. But um, yeah. <laughs> so, anywho, needless to say, we had no problem because yeah. we had Tor, we had Abby, and then um, Tori decided to just come along one day as yeah. well. So I have yeah. like a picture of Abby who was five months old. Um, holding the pregnancy test box, which is oh, like funny. the size of her entire torso because yeah. she was yeah. five months old, almost five months old, I think, mm -hmm. something like that. Wow. Um, and it was positive. What's and so, funny is they looked, they were like, from the, your pictures that you're posting, like they look like these little short, chunky kids. And then I see them now and they're like tall, so tall yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. funny. It's like, it, it looks like completely different. Yeah. Like yeah. I, as their mother go, what? what happened because yeah. they were both like chunky little right. little little pudgy mm, brownies i call them my brownies and oh, someone's going to confront me on that one day <laughs> yeah. um but i think of brownies as in yummy delicious brownies yeah, not yeah. like yeah. the color of their skin um but at the same time we raised them to i mean we don't like beat around the bush we don't ignore the fact mm -hmm. that we do look different because i mean yeah. they've been there i've well, like i laugh we laugh this is the joke this is how it goes down mm. in new york people thought i was the nanny because I had a double stroller and I had two very dark yeah. children, yeah. Um, yeah. darker than myself. Yeah. Um, they're obviously a shade darker than me, um, but they have dark features. They have the dark hair. They have the dark mm, eyebrows. Right. They yeah. have brown eyes. They didn't get my blue eyes by any means. Right. Um, I thought for sure my, my genetics would have something in there because I have all blue and green in my family. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Nothing to be messed with these these black brown eyes over here. <laughs> they have brown eyes, gorgeous. Um, but yeah, so in New York, I, everyone thought I was the nanny. <laughs> then we moved to Utah and mm. everyone thought we adopted, I adopted them, uh, right? So it's like that mindset uh, of where yeah. you live, <laughs> yeah. culturally right. even, statewide. So people think that we're, um, that they, I've adopted them. Mm. So mm. it kind of comes up in little things. No one's ever blatantly come right out and said anything crazy, except yeah. one older gentleman at a hotel once. Um, looked at the girls and was like, you guys are so cute. And I was like, I have such a soft place for older people. Mm -hmm. We all know this about me. Mm -hmm. um, and so he said, where are you guys from? Right. And so the kids were still kind of smallish. Oh, they were so. like four and five, maybe three mm -hmm. and four. Um, and so they were, I was like, oh, we're from Utah. Cause we were in Utah still. Mm. Um, and, uh, and then he's like, no, like, but where are you, they from, <laughs> you know? And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then it dawned on me and I'm like, oh, okay. Cause when my kids get in the sun one time, all yeah. it takes is one. <laughs> they get real the, dark. The first time they are no longer my children. Yeah. Right. They get super tan and toasty and cute. Um, and I was like, oh, dad's from South India. So mm -hmm. that's where I was like, right. their dad's from South India. That's, that's hilarious. How it is. So we get things like that um, for them. Okay. Uh, and so we, we do, we keep it very open in our house. Mm -hmm. Like we talk, I mean, we don't talk, we talk about it all the time. I'm like, I don't know. I well, forget. I mean, we've both traveled to different countries. And so we kind of like instill culture in them, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, like, yeah. like their favorite foods are you know, Thai food. And, yeah, they love Thai and food. Pho. Yeah, and yeah, Vietnamese food. Vietnamese yeah. food and, they yeah. love some pho. Um, and then just, I think it's just like when you just, for us, it's a goal of making it very normal because I grew up in a very white town. Obviously, mm -hmm. you've said that. Yeah. Um, I didn't, there was no culture. Like my graduating class was like 100. And I think there was probably, mm -hmm. Of those, I think it was like maybe five or six 
somewhere 10 and under yeah, that yeah. were black and that's it oh, okay, we were okay. black and white there was yeah. no asians where i grew up there was no indians there was when just as i left a couple of hispanic families moved in yeah as yeah. i was leaving the town wow. um and now it's a little bit more diverse but um but i just didn't grow up around a, a bunch of different cultures and so i think it's just taking that bull by the horns mm -hmm. um, and mm, introducing sure. them to different cultures and stuff so that when we first moved to Utah, there was when they were again three and four. I feel mm -hmm. like three and four. Because they're kind of came out. How old are they right now? They are nine and ten. Nine and ten. Yeah, yeah. So three and four is when, uh, or maybe Tori was four and five. So let's go four mm. and five. Um, and Tori, our youngest, said to me, um, "Oh, I wish I had blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm. I wish I had yellow hair, you know, mm -hmm. and blue eyes." And then I realized we're in Utah. Yeah, and there's like. Well, when we go Everybody to a park, so they're all blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, like, well, our kid is blonde hair and blue eyes. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it is. Or the preschool she goes yeah. to. Yeah. All they're of all the blonde. Kids. It's weird. I'm just yeah. like, this is really, this is really weird. Yeah, it's almost anyways. like where we all live. I mean, you got to go downtown yeah. to get a bit more culture. It's yeah. slowly coming mm -hmm. out to where we are. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so I was like, no, baby. Like, do you understand mm. that everybody wants what you have? Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, yeah. And totally. so I, I make big deals out of things. I'm like, do you, do you see your friends over there having to get rubbed down with sunscreen? <laughs> you see that? You see how intense that is? Yeah. Like, I literally get the spray sunscreen. I'm like, arms, yeah. If I miss yeah. a spot, I'm not going to regret it later. It's not like, yeah, they, yeah. I mean, yeah. they've gotten, their cheeks have gotten a little toasty. If I haven't mm -hmm. reapplied, like they'll mm -hmm. get little pink cheeks or a little pink nose yeah. um, or their skin will feel tight, but they've never gotten sunburn. I'm like, girl, you don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Let your mama yeah. tell you about sunburn and blisters and <laughs> yeah. all the things. Yeah. Um, and so like, and so I just make it normal conversation. I try mm -hmm. to because they do look, they do look, obviously look different. Yeah. And they yeah. are third culture kids, if you mm -hmm. will, mm -hmm. because they are half Indian. They are half white American. Um, and they're both of that mixed. Yeah. And so... Will they fully fit in with the white folks? Somewhat. Mm -hmm. Will they fully fit in with the Indians? Somewhat, but not a hundred percent because that's not who they are. I've heard. So I've it's heard like that, making them. Um, one of our friends, he's he's half black, mm -hmm. and he's actually talked some about that experience. I think you were actually we went camping with him, and mm -hmm. he was talking about that experience, just different cultures and you know all that yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah, that'll be interesting. I, I guess just pointing it out to them too that um, it's not that you're different. Mm -hmm. You know, because they're not different. It's everybody's different. Yeah. 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 Everybody's different. Right. Nobody's the same. Nobody's and, alike. And with you, because you homeschool them. Yes. And so um, obviously, well, right now it's different because of COVID, but, uh, but you were homeschooling even before COVID. Yeah. And so with the experience in being in a public school or a Christian school, the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that environment, <laughs> like the attention that they may get or the response they may get from other people would, could be different, oh, you know, totally. with, with, um, and you get it, they get it at the park. I was going to say yeah. like, but you also are involved in other groups and like, yeah. yeah. So, so like they've been asked, um, even by friends, kids, you know, like, oh, you have like a mustache. <laughs> because like when oh, in, the, in the winter time, in the winter time. They are, um, they're more closer to my tone of skin, right? Like they're more closer to my shade. Yeah. And so obviously their dark hair shows up even more. Yeah. Um, and it was funny because I told Ben, I said, I, as a mom, I was like, I'm just telling you straight up right now is that when their eyebrows and their mustache start to bug them, like <laughs> no matter the age, yeah. I'm going to be just fine and dandy and helping them to rectify the situation. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mind you, five and six was not on the table yeah. at all. I'm yeah. like, no, you got to get over that. Um, and so we, it, it was kind of nice though, because even though I have lighter, um, lighter hair color, like I definitely get a little mustache here, little chin whiskers. So it's great. I feel like the Lord did that to me so that I can <laughs> set forth you. the. Sh so it's fun. So they're like, "Mommy, what are you doing?" Mm -hmm. Well, um, I am waxing my mustache Why? <laughs> because it looks a little dark and I just don't think that women um oh not even women I mean it's my preference yeah. I would prefer not to look like your father so um <laughs> I will be what does, does, a beautiful it, beard. Yeah. does it hurt does this and so like yeah. we just have general conversations okay. about that okay um and then um one of one out of the two tends to have their pops's eyebrows mm -hmm. which if 
Ben didn't manscape well, there, the, the two would be one. Yeah, yeah. They would be yeah. married. Yeah. Right. And so um, one of them has that. And so I'm like, as soon as, you know, and sure. so now they've started, they're nine and 10. They've started asking a bit more mm-hmm. about it, um, about shaving legs and things like that. But they're, yeah. I feel like they miss a lot by not being in public school for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually very right. happy about that. Yeah. Um, kind of slow it down a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not so, so I feel like I have, I have enough time to instill yeah. that character mm-hmm. into them mm-hmm. to be like, well, everybody has that. So when they say, well, so-and-so is, so-and-so says I have like a mustache. I'm like, well, they do too. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Yeah. Theirs yeah. is just so blonde that you can't see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But everybody, God created us all with mm-hmm. facial hair. Yeah. Some yeah. of us, you can see it better than others. Mm-hmm. And if we don't like that, we remove it. That's our option. Yeah. If, I mean, hey, there's some women that are like, oh, forget you. I ain't shaving my legs, yeah. my pits, no nothing. <laughs> Dude, Whatever, girl. I work with a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, girl. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Whatever, girl. <laughs> I was like, all right. Whatever. <laughs> Amazon chica. Get it. You know what um, what are some serious? What are some positive, like either some positive or benefits that you've seen with your girls? Um, whether the thing, way the community you have and how they, you know, they're able to support you. Um, I mean, I don't really know with necessary ethnicity or what about culture? Like, mm-hmm. is there anything that your girls are able to? Um, educate people just because of yeah. like your family. I mean, you, you can you, yeah, you're of. both are so cultured. Yeah, I feel like what well, it's funny is um, in our, I guess because in our house, we just talk about it all the time. Like we'll talk mm-hmm. about very naturally how dark daddy is, you mm-hmm. know, like and mm-hmm. make jokes about it or how white mommy is that like she glows in the dark or something <laughs> like that. And so like they've, they, like they, they throw jokes out now too, you know, yeah. um, Tori will be like, um, I don't know, what was the one that Tori said something one time about um, yeah, this guy's dark like daddy or like, look, you can't see daddy cause he didn't smile and show his teeth or <laughs> something like that, you know, like, but I love that we can just making it normal mm-hmm. for yeah. us, for yeah. us, it's, it's all about just making it normal conversation, yeah. not degrading one. Mm. Um, yeah. but laughing and joking about our differences, but embracing them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like our girls have a really good handle on, like, I don't, I don't feel that our girls see skin color Mm -hmm. as much like they would they don't call it out as much like they're more opt to um ask questions about someone who's like has a disability Mm. because we're not around that a lot so they're more apt to ask questions about people with disability versus someone with an accent or this or you Mm -hmm. know different Mm -hmm. other culture things that are very vivid when they see other cultures they'll just say where's that person from Mm -hmm. you know or that person talks weird where are are they from Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um versus you know, oh my gosh, why don't they talk like, why don't they speak English? Uh-huh. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. and just very chill with that. Um, and then they definitely, I think it's great because we do have um, a Hispanic culture here and especially within our church too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's really helped our kids a lot because they <laughs> they blend in with the Hispanics. Yeah. Like, that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then really great friends, Yolanda. Mm. Um uh, just having such a great best friend in her mm-hmm. um, and her little girls the same age mm-hmm. as our daughters. Yeah. Um, and then she, I feel, is raising her daughter the exact same way, even though she and her husband are both Hispanic. Um, I feel like they're doing a good job of raising their kids in that zone as well because Amarni's in my car and she's like, Miss Amy, everyone's going to think that you're our babysitter because <laughs> we so look fun. like sisters and you don't look anything <laughs> like us, right? Like that was when the first time she's in the car and I was That's like, great. little girl, I'm sorry, come again. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? That's great. Um, and so then my kids, and they, they say things like, um, mommy, make sure you bring the sunscreen for you. Like, <laughs> they're like, mom, did you bring sun- sunscreen for you? And I'm like, yes, for me and for you, you little toasty. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it's embracing the differences. Yeah, totally. Mm, yeah. And um, I think uh, the other I was telling you is we passed a tanning bed in um, like salon and you could see the tanning bed inside. And so our older daughter says to our younger, like, look, that's, that's a thing. And like, you get in there and people like get in there and they lay down and it closes in on you. And yeah. it like is like, you know, like laying out in the sun to get darker. Mm-hmm. And Tori's like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's called a tanning bed. I was like, that's what white people do. When we want to have skin like yours, we yeah. get naked and we yeah. lay in these beds <laughs> yeah. so that we can have we skin like yours. Beds. And she's like, we are famous. Yeah, <laughs> so true. I'm like, yes, yes, child. Yes, yeah. okay, everyone so, wants to be like you. So let's end on gosh, this question because um, we've been going for a while. That's uh, great. What, Ben, let me, let me ask you this. What... <laughs> What is your hope for them for the future? Them being multi, you know, interracial, multicultural, basically. 
Um, what do you hope, you know, just, I mean, yeah, what do you just hope for them generally in the future when it comes to, I mean, anything like I, really? I encourage them to, to, to be whatever mm-hmm. you know, they want to be. Um, Abby's kind of leaning more into the arts and Tori's kind of leaning more into the science. Uh, mm-hmm. She wants, she loves animals. Yeah. And she wants to be like a whale and dolphin trainer at I love it. We're like, God, please don't close SeaWorld. My daughter is really looking forward to that job. I think Shamu's pretty much done for now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so I'm like, do it, right? Like for me, I'm I'm, I'm like, learn a trade. Like go Mm. learn how to weld. Which is interesting because most Indians would push their kids yeah, towards to go to college mecha- like medical yeah, right? yeah, yeah law yeah. and like i mean like i felt that that was a big deal too right mm-hmm. go to college mm-hmm. and have a degree and yeah now looking at where education in this country's gone and and how it's it's more propaganda and agenda than than mm-hmm. actual you know education yeah. sure yeah mm-hmm. sure i'm like Look, if you don't want to go to college, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not okay with you not learning something. Do I'm not learn okay with you living on my couch when you're yeah. 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 Right? yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> or, or depending on someone else. I'm like, look, you should be able to stand on your own two feet and yeah, and and figure life out. And so go go learn a trade. Like if if arts is what you want to do, then fine. Go learn how to paint and yeah. and you know draw and all that stuff. And well, Abby, she's she's like getting into Roblox and Minecraft and, and like all of that. I'm like, like, well, you know, like computer yeah. programming. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. if you want, like if, if you want to learn programming, that's a, that's a thing too. Let's, let's go that route. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. that's fine. As long as you're doing something that you love to do. Yeah. Like I yeah. felt like I was kind of forced into, like I, I did computer science and, and mm. that's what, you know, I, at that time my parents were like, well, computers is the thing to, to do. And so I felt like I did it and I'm like, I'm still in the computer industry, but like now I'm more like, I need to go learn carpentry. I need to go learn plumbing and and welding and all that stuff. Right. Like, so, (laughs) so I'm just like, you know, playing around building stuff in my garage and uh, like, I'd love to go learn how to weld. So I I would encourage them to go learn a trade, something that they could, they could build something that they can create. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, I want them to be whatever the hell they want to be and be yeah. good at it. Like, yeah. and be good at whatever they want to be, mm-hmm. uh, involved in. Yeah. So, yeah. I think he's a great dad too, in the sense that, um, he's all about like building strong women Oh yeah, in a good yeah. thing. Not like cold hearted yeah. women, sure. you know, like still be soft and gentle and all the feminine qualities that are there. But at the same time, and just being bold, like he's really great at. Going, that's what you want to do. Voice your opinion. That's what you want to oh, do. Yeah. Say your, th- you know, right. yeah. like. So I mean, I would want to say it's not like feminist because it's in my world a little too extreme. But um, just he's a really great dad. Um, I came incredible. from a family of strong women. Like my yeah. grandmother, both my grandmothers were strong. My mom is a warrior. Like she's she, a beast. Yeah. So yeah, I I have so again like that's like awesome. I'm I'm. When you're confident in who you were, it, yeah. it doesn't, you could build up strong women around you, right? Like I, yeah. I have no problem with a stronger woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, I've, I've got two girls. I'm like, go for it. Right. Like, yeah. you know, I was right. like, why is your wife on top of the house fixing the <laughs> oh, yeah. cooler? Correct. And he's like, because she wants to, she yeah. likes that kind like, of shit. Yeah. I let her yeah. do it. And I'm like, thank you. I yes, come I home do. one day and, and, and Amy's on the roof, uh, you know, fixing the swamp cooler. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> And she's like, I just felt like getting up on the roof. I'm like, all right, go for it. Do it. <laughs> do it, yeah. I was like, well, I'm going right? to when I could get up there and do it myself. Yeah, like, whatever. Whatever. If you want to do it, it like, if you don't want to do it, then don't then don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Like, let me do it. Like, sure. you know, I'll be the man of the house and do it. But if if you want to do it, I'll encourage you to do it. I'm not going to feel, uh, you know, kind of emasculated or weak because she want like, mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, well, I'm raising up strong women. Heck yeah. That's good. I feel that. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, this that has so been nice. life lessons with the Thomases. Yeah. <laughs> and then a little bit of extra. And yeah, a little bit of extra. <laughs> Always extra. Um, Always extra. We uh, we thank you. We love you guys. We thank you for mm-hmm. coming oh, yeah. on the you podcast guys. and just sharing. You know, we I know we planned on this being much shorter, but just do, do the wisdom what's, what's and right. the Don't life experience that you two you shared are. with us. Be we yeah, be bold. Just be bold. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, You're hopefully. Done. I mean, hopefully somebody <laughs> gets from it. Let's do it, yeah. Um, if you have any questions sweet. for the Thomas, shoot them over to Confessions of Us Podcast at gmail.com and uh, we will relay them to them. Oh, we'll be happy to answer. Yeah. yeah. Don't any stalk questions? them. Bring it. Stalk us instead. <laughs> Bring <laughs> it. your buffer. Um, but yeah, any other things there, babe? Um, no. We just okay. love you guys. All right. Love you guys. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, parting thoughts, I'd like just be what you want to be. Do, do what's, do what's right. Don't be afraid. Be confident in who you are. Be yeah. Bold. That's so yeah, good. Be bold. Yeah. Just be yeah. bold. Do yeah. it. Get her done. Get her done. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. This is John. This is Lindsay. And this is Confessions of Us. Good night. Bye. If you'd like to support Confessions of Us, you can head over to confessionsofus.locals.com. And there you can make any sort of donation you would like to the show. Also, head over to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and check us out at Confessions of Us Podcast. If you would like to send us any questions, you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram or email us at confessionsofuspodcast at gmail.com. 